from 217 milligrams, an official Paradoja podcast. I'm Frankie Sorg. I'm Scott Eisenberg. I'm Richard Kalarik. And I'm Mike Morgano. And we're four friends that love to shoot the shit. And we're actually all together today. <laughs> we are. We are all together. It's been, it's been a little while. Yeah. It's been a month. Well, we've had events. Welcome to the world. Everyone getting busy. Oh, <laughs> uh, good today. Good. Tired. Same. Yeah. Hungry. <laughs> the only Always one? hungry. Want love. See <laughs> <laughs> Okay. As I was saying before your breakdown, <laughs> I'm the other way around. I'm full, not so good, and have had a few revelations these past two weeks. Ooh, do tell. We love a good revelation. Because I love the good, good old fall down the rabbit hole where you look up one thing like, oh God, and then you end up sometimes. in a- in a whole nother <laughs> frame of thinking. I'm late. It's very important date. No time to say hello, goodbye. I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. So what I discovered was, well, there was this nice video game called Blasphemous, which is like this side-scrolling, beat-em-up kind of thing, and it's it's like based in Spanish religion. Well, Spanish I miss you, <laughs> I've never actually heard of this game. Check it out. It's on Steam. So anyway, I look it up, and there's this interesting lore where as contrary to Christianity, where salvation is through mm-hmm. prayer and whatever, this religion in the game is actually based on suffering. So it started out a man wanted like my kind of game. <laughs> wanted to suffer so badly. So he went into a field and prayed. And this thing called the miracle, which would be the equivalent to our God, turned this man into a tree and slowly turned him into a tree so he had this everlasting suffering. But the amazing thing was he didn't complained once, not a weep, not a sound. With a tree. Well, as he was being turned into a tree. So it's full of free? Kind of, kind of. Without <laughs> and the, the whole giving tree, all together in one thing. But then this whole, like, <laughs> but then this whole, like, religion of suffering and pain, yeah. like, grows, and it, like, makes me wonder, like, what was suffering in our religion? Like, there was a time in the medieval times where people believed you weren't suffering enough, so you had to cause pain to yourself. There were those whips that they whipped themselves with as they prayed to God, and backs were riddled with lashes and everything. So then he got me into this whole lecture hour-long thing with some bishop. What was his name? Well, regardless of his name, he had this whole lecture on suffering in Christianity and Catholicism. And it wasn't guilt. what I expected. <laughs> that's what it is. is built on guilt and stuff. That's, that's no, really no. what it is. I, I just start. Yeah, I'm not all... Catholic anymore. <laughs> well, I still feel guilty. <laughs> um, I started thinking of the Inquisition. What a show! The Inquisition. Here we go. We know you're wishing that we'd go away, but the Inquisition's here and it's here to stay. Oh. The Inquisition. What a show. Inquisition. Here we go. Inquisition has something to do with that. Check out our review of History of the World on Shoot the Flick. Well, anyways, like I said, I'm not going to bore you with the details of that lecture, even though it's interesting enough. One thing that caught my attention was he... And this was a lecture from 1956. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he mentioned how... You look at America, you look at the Western world. It's, it's so prosperous. What more could we want? Yet... People in the West seem more and more unhappy with themselves. China's per capita earning was $12 in the U.S. a year. $12 a year. In the U.S. it was 1500 that someone would make in a year. And people were still unhappy. This is before Chinese revolution and everything. <clears throat> now they are whatever they are. And he mentions that people have focused on a mental state of having rather than a mental state of being. 
Now he then went on to say that prayer and yada, yada, yada. That's still prevalent, I think. It is. Especially today, because there's so much corruption. Which then got me thinking, like, what really is the foundation of a religion? And that made me think about Mike Pagano falling asleep over there. (laughs) I'm falling awake. (laughs) Falling awake. And it made me think, like, why is he such... An influential man. He's oh, basically God. the Pope of Oh, Phoenix. no, is this going to be another conversation about how I should have a cult? <laughs> no, and that played into it, no, that no, you no, guys no, are saying it's a cult. No, let's go, let's indulge. Oh, no. So it made me think, yes. like... Yeah, why well, Hold well, on, I have, I have well, an option. Well, the cult of Mike Pagano. In a way, you, in fact, are the squirrelist. Because I have this whole thing in my book about creating rituals and everything. It's okay, look, we'll, we'll cut out the we'll, chocolate. We'll, yeah, it's okay, it's fine. I like the sound of the shuffling. Are the pages turning? No, it's not. It's the, one of my favorite sounds. It's, it's not that type of, like, cutting out shuffle, isn't it like that? I'm doing you insult one of my favorite sounds. I will. Uh, that's ASMR. <laughs> that and the stormtroopers um, <laughs> doing that. If you don't know what shuffle is, just look up Kevin Smith and Bruce Willis. And he talks about shuffle. <laughs> Shuffle. Shuffle it's sounds like the shit you don't need. It almost sounds like a word a Jewish person thought of. Perfect. And I can say that as a Jewish, a Jewish <laughs> person. Um, so hating. Yes, exactly. Oh, here we go. Quickly. Okay. So, is, that, right. is that a theme of religion? Now that I think about it, self hatred. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, let's go. Okay. Let's yeah. Let's no, 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 no. track back a little bit yes. because of the, the gap. So what, why should Mike be a cult leader? Well, no, he already is. Not <laughs> oh, a cult leader. No. He has his own religious setting here. And going back, the man that had the lecture was Bishop Fulton Sheen. Okay. Reverend what have you. Anyways. <laughs> you know, you know, Catholicism, they have all the whole names. They have Reverend procrastination, anignation, uh, they have the God knows what. Side note, whatever happened to, like, giving people, like, titles, like, the the Bishop of Drake's, or, like, still the, have that. Bishop of Norway. People still. Yeah, no, but, like, they like, used to, like, I'm John of Iskard, the King of Sires. Da, 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 you should write like a Lord of the Rings esque. We already have. That. We have Bill yeah. Gates, the CEO of Apple. But no, but like right, let's, sorry, let's, let's move on. Let's sorry. Yes, let's get to, get to the fucking. Yes, to the damn point. point. I'm getting tittle. Tittle. Let me think. The basic foundations of a religion are: what is your faith? What is your holy text? Your script? Who are your saints? What are your prayers? And in Mike's case, his holy faith is the arts itself. His holy text is the script that's read at the place. His holidays are the Christmas the Christmas and Easter of his life are the days that shows are put on. Okay. Because he's excited for it. Happens once a year, twice a year, what have yeah. you. Same thing. The so shows, basically you're Jesus, Michael. <laughs> no, he is the Pope. Or he could be the guy. Well, you think about it. Theater, where did theater start? Thespius in Greece, so you can call him our patron saint of the arts. His church is the stage itself, and none of this can be taken away from him. Regardless if I tell him he's a terrible actor, he's boring, his acting it stinks as hell. <coughs> Nothing can change this man from continuing the I like, I like the, the church's stage. Like that. Like that. that actually was very, that was very makes, insightful. Not as boring, right, as I usually am. Because it made me think, like, why is it, why am I not as successful and happy as Mike is? No, Mike not, might not be happy every day, but he reads a script, and his patron saints, his bishops, Jimi Hendrix, yeah. Robin Williams, Patch Adams, these are the people that have, like in any religion, his mother Teresa. Mm. See what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. I had none of that. I'm still in this limbo of 
what do I want to do? Finance, arts, or what have you? Yeah, well, that's really the key, I guess, to yeah, being happy. It's your, doing uh, what you your, love. Your belief, your inner calling. Exactly. I was sitting there listening to Bishop Faltine and watching people get slaughtered and blasphemous in their awesome pixelated way, and it made me think. It okay. was incredible. Well, I don't know yet. I have to find my old self. Because my old self knew what it was doing, even though I was strange and awkward. I had goals. I knew what I wanted to do. But then everyone said, no, you can't do this. Start a business? No. Go become a mechanic. What's wrong with you? Well, you're going to get that no matter what you do, regardless. Yeah, but I'm, I'm seeing what Richard's seeing. I've seen people kind of die out. Their dreams are dying out. People like myself have been pushed away from their dreams. Mike, he's dyslexic. You can't read in the right way, yet you've written scripts. Your handwriting is terrible, yet you have written masterpieces that still stay in my heart today. Of everybody at this table, only one person has good handwriting. Me? Yeah. Not really. Frankie does. Every woman has good handwriting. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, no, I, I'm I get okay. where it's to us. Well, compared to, compared to Scott, Scott writes like a fucking six year old. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I write like an eight year old. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get what Richard's saying. So I do take this very yeah, no, I totally religious like. I mean, it is. Oh, here we go. The recipe for the list. I like that a lot, actually. Question one, what is your faith, what, with what does your faith lie? Question two, what is your holy text? Then what are your holidays? Where is your church? What are your prayers? Who are your gods? Who are your saints? What are your relics and symbols? Examples, prayer beads, sunglasses, sunglasses could be, his <laughs> jacket, like crosses, the masks of drama can yeah. be the symbol. Skulls. What is your mythos? <laughs> The Christian angels, the Greek gods. The Obama Where mask. is your pilgrimage? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't uh, Sorry. Uh, but where, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's... You see what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like this actually... Religion is such an all-encompassing thing, but if you think about it, exactly really anything point. can be... Because, I mean, it's easier it for a lot of people to just do, like, you know, Christianity, Judaism, whatever, like, established religions, quote-unquote. But, like... Exactly. For people that don't really connect with that, you kind of have to figure it out on your own. Because you think, what is the baptism of the Paraderser group? <laughs> get on stage, face your fears. That's true. Now, what's baptism really... in Christianity? You get dunked in some water, or you are saved, and all of a sudden you feel whole with God. That's true. Yeah, or even in the house, we would just have somebody go up and do it in public. Yeah. Exactly. That was our church. That's yeah. why I feel like Paraderser has fallen apart a little bit. What do you mean? Like, I mentioned this to Mike weeks ago, that we don't, I mean, for all intents and purposes, yes, the shows have been great. Frankie, your improv was phenomenal. All right, you don't have to blow smoke up my ass. No, no, I'm serious. It was amazing. Well, that's the point. The point is, like, in the era of Mike Pagano, <laughs> Michael Pagano, forgive me. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, so in that era... They, they literally just went to the city with a camera, dressed up as their characters. They went to Washington, D.C. during a protest. You told me about some yeah. nonsense protest, and you involved yourself in the world. Yeah. We, we, I'm barely even involved now. I'm on my own pilgrimage. <laughs> I feel like I haven't done those re tying in the recorded things into our shows, I mean, which I think was really special. The, the film stuff? The film stuff, exactly. I wouldn't say we've, we've fallen apart. I, if anything, I think we've evolved as a group. I think we've do you think we're involved in a more. good way, though? Yeah, absolutely. I think... I have no doubt. I just want people's opinion. I think 
as time goes, things change, things adapt. Because if you think about it, back then, in the era of Mike Pagano, <laughs> we were all like kids and we didn't really, I mean, I didn't really think of it as like, oh, this is something that we're going to, I mean, I would have loved to do it for the rest of my life, but I didn't think of it as something like we could make a career out of. Now I feel like. Well, now you do, I did. Yeah, I feel I, like I now that. we've evolved and we're doing so much more and we're branching out. I feel like also, we're taking it more seriously now. Not that we're not having fun. I feel like we always have fun doing it. That's what makes it worthwhile. Yeah. But I think now I think a lot of us are taking it a lot more seriously and like trying to get our trajectory towards being able to do this for like a living and yeah. do this for us. Also, in, in the same breath with uh, at the beginning, you know. Mike was a very prevalent voice, and Mike still is. He he still knows how to speak, you know, about what he wants to write. But it's hard sometimes to do that and just be one voice. Mike has branched out to the point where he's trusted other people like Frankie, like Marco, me, Joey, Richard, like other people who have different ideas, different stories to add to what is Paradoja. You know, you can't just be one voice always and keep going. Eventually, either you get burned out or you don't have the greatest idea. It's almost given Mike, I think, a time to rest and kind of refocus yourself, you know? You don't always have to be like, okay, this has to be, I need 12 scenes for this show. <laughs> and I need to think of all 12 scenes, you know? Now, that Frank, you can think of four. Marco can think of three, I can think of two, and so on and so forth. And there's different voices speaking different things to add to the show. Yes, that actually brings me to something I learned this past week, aside from this recipe for religion. It's called it's something called time multipliers. It basically boils down to exactly what you said. Yeah, Mike wrote the scripts, he made the show, he organized everything. But then he passed the responsibility on to someone else. So now we are that part of the operation while his brain works on another part. So we're doing the work for him, which is, I mean, what business is basically all about. You can't run a business by yourself. Right. Once you're sick, you're not making money. But in his case, if he's all, all he's doing is writing and one day he can't write, the show can't go on. Yeah. I think we all have different voices, but I think the heart of it is the same, which is what kind of makes it all work out. And I, I can't speak for Mike, but I feel like before it was just his voice and just his heart and now it's like all our own voices but like the same general like heart behind it you know what i mean like we all understand what paradoxia is like that's the other thing like we understand it we understand what it means and what we feel about it it might be slightly different like if you ask frankie and mike separately in the completely different room what is paradoxia You'll get generally a similar answer. They'll be different, but they'll be generally similar. Probably. Mike, yeah. speaking for yourself, how do you feel about this? <laughs> uh, I think it's, the world, it's like uh, if you ever watch the Looney Tunes, how the different people making the Looney Tunes, but the Looney Tunes. But you could tell Chuck Jones' version of Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. It takes the average version of Bugs Bunny for yeah. how they do it. But yeah. it's still Bugs Bunny. That's a just good analogy. Just going off of what just said, yeah. I mean, because if you watch the Looney Tunes, it's all very different. Mm-hmm. And it went on from... Years. For a while, a long time. Decades. And it started off with a few people, then they had, you know, it was a few group of people in this little horrible shack making cartoons together. So they rubbed <laughs> off. You know, they got influenced by each other. I love, I wish I had a time machine to go back and see that kind of thing. But Looney Tunes, uh, those guys. 
but growing of the uh, what was that time called? The termite terrace. That's what, what they named the place because there's always termites in there. And there's a bad <laughs> warehouse on the back lot of Warner Brothers. I think we should have that. There's a few warehouses for sale over in Houston that we could run power. Remind me of that a lot. Whenever we pass, like I've said that. that a few times, when we pass like an empty like like a uh, like store property or something, I'm like that could be our state. Oh my God, how many places have I oh, looked yeah, into? Just been thinking about that forever. I, I, one day. I want to. I brought you to that crazy tire guy right, right next to the train station. Wild tire guy. The, One time we said that we were all going to yeah. buy like a big house all together and just like a mansion. I still up yeah, a that. compound. Hey, I've been looking for property. I feel like that is that is why I am not happy because I separated myself from Paradors of thinking, listen, I got to do other things. Paradors are not growing fast as I thought it would be. But that's when I put that seed of doubt in me. That's the problem. That's the problem. You think you started thinking too. It's almost like a Peter Pan thing. Once you think flying is impossible, you can't fly anymore. Mm-hmm. And if you could, if you're able to delude yourself that you could fly, you could fly. <laughs> Especially what we just did. I can't get into it, but we did this incredible thing over the week where we were finally able to pull all this hard, difficult events together for this big project we're doing. And if you have a seat of doubt that this is impossible, there's no way. Like, yeah, when I had I this, convinced myself it was going to happen. Yeah, I think that's what, because when I, it's kind of the same thing. Because, like, I, when I was in school, I knew I wanted to be a writer. That's what I wanted primarily. And I was, like, when we were getting ready to, like, go to college or whatever, like, I was kind of convinced by, like, outside sources and eventually with myself, like, it's not like a good idea to just put all my eggs in that one basket and like pursue that primarily because it probably won't work out. So then I kind of just did other things that were more practical, I guess, for lack of a better word. And like, now I look back at that time and I'm like, I was a complete fucking idiot because like, I, you know, I'm not doing the things that I went to school for and I paid a shit ton of money for something that I, what my heart wasn't really a hundred percent in. And mm-hmm. now like, I, you know, pursuing well, the things that I love and like. Well, I always, I always say, especially with college and stuff, asking an eighteen-year-old. Yeah. To be like, hey, decide what you want to do for the rest of your life at eighteen. Yeah, it's kind of horseshit. Dumb as fuck. I probably, if yes, I could go back, I probably wouldn't have gone to college at all. I, I probably, I would have gone back for something different. I'm upset. I mean, I went just for a year because I already figured out it was nonsense. But I'm still upset that I went for a year. But like, it's just all kind of bullshit. But you, like, as a young person, you feel like you have to do it, otherwise you're not going to succeed in life ever. And it's just like, That's, yeah. I don't know. I'm glad you came to a, real, a revelation of sorts, Richard. Oh, these past four years, I've had these revelations. I literally feel like Jesus. Like, <laughs> oh God! Like when I found when I figured this out, the Mike Pagano <laughs> recipe for for religion and how I separated myself from Paradoja in such a weird way. Like I was almost in tears. Oh. Like, I wanted to call you guys. I needed. I was at that moment that I needed a hug. Well, but being in Glen Cove, I mean, wherever <laughs> I was, it's kind of a far drive at it's two in the morning. At two in the morning? I, I would have given you a cyber hook. I, I, I would have been exhausted. But I, I wouldn't see. If, if my phone wakes me up and I see, and it's two in the morning and I see one of you guys' names, of course, I'm going to pick it up. Pick yeah. It well, either way, these revelations are really something else. So. It's all about, it's all, honestly, it's all the journey about growing. Like, that's literally, and I think that's what we've done in Paradoja as well. We've grown. Yeah. You know, 
well, yes, it, those skits are funny. Going back and looking at some of them, they're, they're funny. But I feel like we've grown humor-wise. Like, a lot of the jokes early parodies, some of the times you go and they're like, wow, we just made the dick joke. <laughs> it was funny. Like, sometimes <laughs> dick jokes are funny, but, like, I feel like we're, we're more highbrow these days, you know? <laughs> but we can still throw a dick joke in there. We love a good dick joke, but... Yeah, that slowed us down, though. I mean, that was our... That was our comedy. That's where we grew up. I don't know. I have, I feel yes, like we, we have, 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 have a mix of a, I don't know. I can't even speak that. Like, I like his mixed feelings. There's good and bad. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I had to throw in a dick joke or something like that just because it makes the medicine go down. Yeah. Good, Mike. Throw in a dick joke for the crowd. No, no, I have no dick jokes. I feel like oh, you see, that's more, what I'm talking about. I don't, but I don't, I never Who do you think you are? As we've evolved, though, I think we've embraced more like the, the real heart of what we are, which is like drama and comedy kind of go hand in hand a lot of the time yeah well that's i feel like that's life and like yeah. we talked about it i think last week we talked about jojo rabbit and that was um i love jojo rabbit it's uh oh yeah the movie right? the taika waititi movie how was this um it, it was a great mixture of the drop of drama and comedy yeah. because that's what life is like to be more real as a movie can't just be oh it can't be all funny it can't be all dramatic you know it's, it's got to be little. There's a short list of movies that have made me hysterical laugh out loud laugh and also like hysterical crap. Was Jojo Rabbit one of them? Oh yeah. Because as soon as Nazis are involved and there's nothing about like anything it's just comedy I have to say that is a unique idea. That screams paradoxa. Someone must have just it drilled really that does. out of my head. Like it really does. Yeah, well, like well, like that seems like a script, like a like an idea for a script that we would do, like a little boy whose best friend is an imaginary Hitler. Ah, I think so. <laughs> like, it just sounds like something. Well, right. well, we always, me and Frank can go see movies. We always talk about and then the apocalypse with like zombie yeah. High School Musical kind of bullshit. Funny. And I thought that was like, that's like, uh, if we wrote a musical, that would that be a musical. Would, yeah. I feel like that should have been a scene in Monster Men and Wicked Women. A musical? There should have been a musical number in that show. I'm yeah. still so upset it wasn't yeah, like a meat, <laughs> I, can't, I see it as like a meatloaf rock opera. I mean, Jerry Springer has exactly. an opera, so. Oh, yeah, he does. Bring on the clan. No, not the fucking clan. Yeah. Jerry Springer has an opera. Yeah. Jerry Springer has an opera. Uh -huh. We should have said that in unison. Jerry, Jerry three, two, two. Jerry Springer has an opera. <laughs> That's pretty good. Good theory. Uh, kind of a hot mess, but yeah. As well, it should be. Yeah. You can well, imagine it. what they could possibly sing about. For sure. I'm sure the KKK Christmas. God. I love that episode. It was so fun. <laughs> Oh god! Uh, there's times I want to go. I wish I could go back, but I see that the group is, has evolved, and also all of us have evolved. But sometimes I think I want to go back just because I like. It'd be nice. Still like a retro. Mm -hmm. so that's, that's <laughs> but I'm surprised. I mean, thinking about it this way, it's, it's the fact that anything had like this has lasted this long. It's gonna change. That's true. Because most people have tried to do this, and it only lasts maybe a year if you're lucky. Two years maybe, but yeah. what? 12 years? <laughs> well, of all, it is now. Well, yeah. of all the groups that have popped up since we did the first Paradoge, or Paradoge Zero, as I like to call it, <laughs> the first show, there was like three other, three other groups that popped up and they're gone. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they've been sitting there forever. Oh, from Halloween, I'm sorry. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't get any kids around here. Probably. Yeah. Did you get any kids by you? 
I had no idea. I was at the store. Oh, you were at the store. That's right. I forgot. I like kids at the store. What about you? Do you do you? Or were you with your uh, daughter? Yeah, were you? No, that's you. Not that's you. Okay. You know where she was? Was she? She was Princess Aurora or something like that. One of the princesses. (laughs) There's a lot of them. There's yeah. There's a bunch. When we went to Disney, there was like uh, advertisers like meet this princess. I'm like. The hell is that? <laughs> you look at me like, um, there's only like one or two I didn't know. The rest of them I knew. Uh, like, I, I looked at Frankie and was like, who didn't you know? There's like one that was like, I think she's on like, uh, I, the ones that are on like Disney Junior I didn't know. But they have those now. And, oh, yeah, like, there's Lena. So I didn't know those. Um, yeah, that one. I didn't know who I she was. My sister didn't either, but she met her anyway. <laughs> she, mm. she was left. Well, because they paired her with, uh. Oh, they paired her with Cinderella, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we had to meet. Oh, okay. So we had to like go around the whole bend, mm. which is fine. I don't care. But... And then we he had totally the... cares. You cares. You're upset. And then we had the one guy who got into a, a fight with the lady because. Uh... Oh my god, that was so bad. So we get on the line. I forget who it was for. I think it was for like Frozen. Anna and Elsa. Yeah. So. You don't want for Elsa. I right, wanted to meet Elsa. All right, all right, go on, go on. Okay. So I'm on the line. With my sister and my mom. You were there, too. Yes, I was there, too. We were all there. And... Start from the beginning. There's a guy... We get to the front of the line. There's a guy in front of us talking to, like, the worker there. And he's like, yeah, my family's coming. And she's like... I, the lady's like, I understand, sir, but there's a line. So, like, I'll put you off to the side. And then when your family comes, like, well, you'll, you can go. And he's like, yeah, no, but then they're going to go in front of me, pointing to us. And I audibly... I start laughing. I'm like, <laughs> and my mom turns around, shut. <laughs> Don't get us in trouble. I'm like, but he's an idiot. <laughs> he's already causing trouble. I, causing havoc and mayhem. Chaos. Yeah. Catastrophe. I mean, when people are being stupid, I, I tend to just laugh. Yeah. I don't care, really. But, yeah. The stupid things I see here. <laughs> but then eventually, like, she explained it to him, like, no, I'm just going to put you to the side, and then when your family Good gets family. here, what you happened? can go. Yeah, we, 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 just, went, we, we went. went. You caught the guy? Yeah. And they, and they, were lovely. they should have just kicked him off. It's like, your family's not here. You're holding up 4,000. Yeah, it should be like, sure. But people, you don't have a family. You never had family. People do that by himself. He's hot. He wakes up. He's like, where am I? With his hand in his pants. There's a uh, great picture, so yeah, There you go. There's the dick joke. Fuck the politics of, like, amusement parks and, like, line oh, jumping yeah. and shit. It's very, it's fuckery. I, you know. So you call people online? Park. You would call people online, Frankie? No, never. I would, I don't know. You would call a kid online? Okay. Mm-hmm. You would cut them? God. Yeah, with a knife. Just cut them. Oh, <laughs> just cut them. Shit. You put hand in your pants. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> It'd be a measure. Scott was the man on the line to meet Elsa. <laughs> with his hand in his pants. <laughs> we love that. Hand in his pants. Hand in his pants. Where's Matt Miller? Ding, 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 ding. There was a man on the road that had his pants down to his knees. <laughs> a Mexican family drove by, said, Ay caramba. Ay caramba. There was a road by a man and a man. Ay caramba, his corner. Do you remember? Do you remember what was it? The Bart Man? Yeah. <laughs> what about the bar? I listened to it the other day randomly. Why? Because I was just like, I like, I had. Did pre- you play the video game too? Is that the one with uh, him with purple, right? He had purple hair and a purple cape. Yeah, yeah, he's just beach. Do the Bart Why did all those shows have a superhero face? Like him as the Bart Man. Because superheroes. Butthead, it was the, it was the beginning. It was before 
Superheroes became gigantic. But yes, yeah, no, but still, there's no monkey, monkey man. man. Monkey man. Hey, you remember Monkey Man? Monkey Man. I don't remember Monkey Man. No, but that's, that's not, that's right not the same. I'm talking about like those adult cartoons had like a little superhero thing. Beavis became the you know, owl. Well, whatever it was. Cornholio. Cornholio, and then Cartman became a superhero. He became the coon. Yeah, why did they all become superheroes? <laughs> Cartman's superhero happened because the coon. Yes, the coon happened when. Uh, that was right at the superhero boom, and that's what South Park makes fun of. They make of whatever's popular in the news, and that was right then when Marvel became gigantic. Uh, but Beavis and Butthead and all the other ones like Monkey Man, all those guys. Monkey Man doesn't count. But he no, I love Monkey Man. No, he does. Like, but all those all those creators were inspired by <gasps> comics. Shut up, because I'm gonna open a bunch of my board. Great, yeah, Scott. Scott. Frankie, please tell the please tell all of our viewers what you are indulging us with. Scott has his hand in his pants. So. Enough with this pants business. Scott, please remove your hand from your slacks. Yeah. I'm not wearing slacks. I'm wearing sweats. It's oh, easy access. Slackless. <laughs> exactly why his hand is in his pants. Easy access. Oh, these are disgusting. What do you mean? <laughs> these are so crazy stuff. The first time that I separated an Oreo cookie. Ah, oh, gross, man. The, How do you remember? The two cookies, I'll tell you. Because the two cookies and the white filling all separated once. So I'm holding the two black cookies, and the filling is just sitting on the table in front of me. <laughs> it was this weird... What would you call it? Ripple in time. Metaphor. No, it's yeah, a metaphor for my life. I'm falling know. apart in front of me. Could be. A, I don't know. What would that mean? Let's see. And I'm falling apart. Oh, my inner yeah. cream filling has spilled oh, you out. You're taking out all the nonsense and putting I just viewing your your baby gravy. I was listening to a podcast. Was, hold on, Scott. I was actually going to say soul and spirit, but okay, you're going to put baby gravy into this. Baby gravy always. Scott, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and the guy says, "I literally, when I eat a banana, I peel the entire banana and then hold the banana out of the peel in my hand. I'm like, why would you do that? Why? There's the point of holding the peel. I'm like it's no. almost like monkeys can figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. You got to hold the banana. <laughs> like some men just want to watch the world burn. It's weird. Yeah, who would have Did you see, so that guy from, he was the kid on uh, Growing Pains, and now he's a huge, you know, very spiritual. Like, oh, yeah, he's a guy, psychopath. And they did a thing about how evolution's wrong because of bananas. Did you mm -hmm. see the bananas? What the hell are you talking about? He had a Christmas movie, yeah. Saving Christmas. It's like, it's so ridiculous. It's, it's the craziest thing you've ever seen. But it's legit to them. Oh, yeah, but it makes no sense. It's basically them just trying, because, like, you know how people say, like, Christmas is so commercialized, and it's not really about Jesus anymore, mm -hmm. but then this guy, I forget his fucking name, God help me, but he, he made this movie, Saving Christmas, about, like, oh, Christmas isn't really commercialized. I can take all, like, the commercial aspects of Christmas and relate it to the Bible. Uh, and it makes no fucking sense. It's, like, literally just the, an hour-long rambling of a crazy person. And they a lot of stuff about religion and how he hates atheists. And then he, oh, yeah. And yeah. how everyone flips out about the Starbucks cup every year. You released <laughs> the pictures for, like, the Starbucks cups this year. And they're all, they look very Christmassy. America's gonna shit its pants. Every year, it seems I we can't avoid the Starbucks having a feud of some. Kurt Cameron. Mm. Oh, yes, thank you, psychopath. 
Hmm. Again, it's hand in his pants. If you're all, if a kid actor always goes crazy in the end. <laughs> Young yeah. actors, all, all, none of them have a completely well, normal life. What's his name? There's some exceptions to the rule. Yeah. Who, please? Drew's fine now. Drew Barrymore's fine. Yeah, still had a crazy face. Yeah, but she's fine now. Hillary Duff, there's nothing wrong with Hillary, actually. She also, uh, she's had, uh, she she, she didn't really, she didn't really have a, yeah, she didn't have a phase where she was, like, out of her mind. But she, she's, she's, yeah, she's good. She was also, she was a little older, She was, like, a teenager. What? Elijah Wood, yeah. He was a child actor? Oh, yeah. yeah, he was, yeah. Joseph he was Gordon. in one of the worst movies at all time. Joseph Gordon-Levitt? He didn't have any horrible stuff. That yeah, no, he was okay. Okay, there's a few. But there's a lot to go. Drake and Josh. Yeah, I have heard nothing bad about them. Uh, Drake's mm, kind of yeah, an asshole. Well, and Josh had a lot of problems true, though, his... It's from his mouth. He, he, said he, he had a lot of problems with But no, he, he said some... Yeah. Not so great I stuff. Totally uh, hear But Josh is great. Josh is Josh is good. Right good. Josh is a good guy. But he had a lot of body issues growing up. Yeah, right? he had the uh, he had the. Uh, but you are like, well, he talking like, about like, like, no, issues like, like drugs and things and getting locked up, beating people. Oh, up. Yeah, you're right. We're talking about petty stuff. Yeah, we're talking I mean, about like, compared the guy, to that, yeah. <laughs> the the guy from uh, I don't remember his name. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the house movies, Home Alone. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, he had a rough go. He's the ultimate example. He had a really rough go. But he's, he's better he, now. He, oh, yeah, again, they... they, so they we think. After, no, he's, yeah. he's, he's really funny. He's gotten better. I don't want to be stuck in a room with him for hours. I would like, maybe not hours, but I'd like to have a conversation with him. That's the question. Jesus, Frankie. I don't know if I want to be stuck with anybody Ladies I don't know. In a room for hours. Just no, talking I, I, think, yeah. I think if you got to, like, chill with Josh Peck for, like, a oh, while. I would love to work with him. I would love to work with him. Because he's he actually... He's really funny. Frankie watches The Vlog Squad. I do watch The Vlog Squad. I know I'm a 16-year-old girl, but... What the hell is the... What? <laughs> the, it's oh, a, the show. All right, all right. Uh, I'm a, a vlogger on YouTube. Do they, have, do they have their hands in their pants? No. <laughs> I know I get them. They have their hands in fucking money. Yeah, they're <laughs> fucking rich. Made, pants made of money. But uh, Josh is on there, and he's he seems like he's a genuinely like, genuinely good guy. Yeah, that podcast where he has like his old friends on. I have I've heard of it. Is that Miranda Cosgrove and Crazy Steve? And, yeah. Uh, Miranda Cosgrove. I wonder what she's doing nowadays. Nothing really. Just, I can't. Imagine. Yeah. But that's the. They yeah. could probably all live off the thing, like off the Drake and Josh money. Yeah. If they really wanted to. They though I don't think they make as much anymore. There was a while where it was always on, but I don't think it's on like it used no, to be. They still would make a lot of money. Disney has like four different channels now. That's true. Team it's Disney. 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 Yeah. Well, I, I just, it's not like Friends, where Friends is on fucking every time and my fucking turn on TBS. Well, well think this because I think they also got they get residuals now, and I don't know if Friends did at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Who knows? Well, they get residuals okay, now, but they make a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Well, think of it this way, though. The guy that basically produced, well, he wrote for The Amanda Show. Mm-hmm. He helped produce Drake and Josh, all these other weird oh, yeah, shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Schneider. He was... Fired. Was he? Well, that's not where I was going. Oh, I thought he was still doing Nickelodeon. No, that's right. He did get fired, but then he started something else. Me too. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, you got to think he's like constantly come up with these shows, and Friends was like a show. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there wasn't any real play value, replay value for his old shows. Like imagine the Amanda Show surviving today, or all that. 
Well, all just, that's back. Yeah, they brought that back. back. Yeah. Everything's back. I feel like all that was as it went. Season after season, cast it. by cast, exactly that. Well, it's not funny. It's well, the thing about Saturday Night Live for kids, yeah, that's yeah. that's what it was. Well, that's what it was back in the day. Well, it, it was cool today, but they sold it this day. But even even. But you know what though? When they started, I when we were young, I thought it was really good. But then remember how like they had like the like replay, like they brought back all the, the old stuff. Yeah. On, and on Nick. Nick so I Nick. watched all that once, and I was like, not. I was like, this isn't even kind of funny. Why is this not funny? <laughs> I thought this was funny. I was in the same boat. I know. I was like, oh no, it's not funny anymore. Yeah, we don't go to all that for groundbreaking. But there was other things. That's true. But there were other things like, I still find certain episodes of Keenan and Cal hysterical. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, I still think Jake and Josh is kind of funny. Like they're, they're like they're different. But that, that's a little sitcom. older, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess they're more sitcom-y. Yeah, they're more of a story to tell. Uh, like, all that's just a bunch point. of random yeah, dance lobsters. Bring the dancing lobsters. It was funny. There's a girl I work with. Her name is Amanda, and uh, Amanda. We, I always refer to her as that. Oh, Amanda's gonna do this. Oh yeah, Amanda, please. Like, yeah. Amanda, please. That site was up until last year. I went really? on just for shits, and it was on. Do you know? So there's a still email, and then I went on a week later, and it was shut down. It went straight to Nick. Probably because they saw. Oh no, there's a guy in his name. Look at his activity. It was the craziest <laughs> thing. I went on there. You could email Amanda in 2018. No, you wouldn't get a response, but that's when they closed down. Do you know, there's still a. Uh, the original Space Jam website from like 1998 is still up. It's the worst are. fucking site in the world. Well, probably when they. Because no one's touched it in like 20 that. years. That's the best thing. They'll I love looking at all the websites. They'll probably do it when they do the remake. They'll probably. Well, they're going to leave it. <laughs> no, they're, they're smart enough to know that people are not going to. They'll just, they'll just do something else. They won't <laughs> touch that. No, that would be like the promotion. They're even promoting that it's still up. It's on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. There's some politician from like 96. His political campaign is still on. Is so it the guy who went. Yeah! No, no, no. <laughs> it was, uh, I can't remember. Yeah, who is that? No idea. Is it no, you no. with your hand in your pants on the line at Disney? Yes, I scream. Yeah. No, there's a, literally a politician who was like, he had this like primal scream, and then after he did that, he like dropped in the polls. It was hysterical. It was, did you hear Bloomberg? Oh, I thought Trump did. Bloomberg. Oh, God. Oh, Trump was shitting on him so Bloomberg's much. Because, gonna... you know, that's what the people want. Another billionaire off their ass, like, <laughs> telling them what to do. That's what made me think, though. Yes, we're, quote unquote, democracy and nationalists, but what is our economy and government? Capitalism. It's all about money. Well, of course it is. And oh, now look at Trump. He's, well, I haven't seen any jobs created since the whole shenanigans with oh, China. Oh, no, but they, that's what they hang their hat on, that employment is down. But meanwhile, what are those jobs, really? They're all part-time, like, yeah, under, garbage. underwaged jobs that, like, you can't live on. So it's not really, uh, yeah. it doesn't make any well, sense. Well, that's the other thing. Well, not to get, like, political, but even if you create... Well, we're there. No, we're, we're, we're already crossed this already line. There. We've crossed the line. But like, we're riding the horse and smacking our everything asses. Everything has <laughs> become... <laughs> everything has become more Jesus. expensive, but wages haven't gone up. So like... Right. Bread, where bread used to be 50 cents, now it's a dollar thirty. So, but... It's the same thing with college. Like, people bitching, like, oh, I don't know, we have to pay for our own college. Yeah, well, when you went to college, it cost fucking $100. You could have a part-time job and pay for college. It literally costs $100 a semester. And for us, like, yeah, I'm literally house. still paying off my fucking loans, man. You know. A house. Yeah, the house is and your a sandwich. sandwich. Like, I watched a thing from Politicon, and 
they're like some like panel like an old ass like hundred year old man I don't even know who the fuck he was was on the panel and he's like the idea of forgiving student loan debt is ridiculous it's the stupidest thing I ever heard like really that's the stupidest thing you've ever heard do you realize that you've never heard a man just go fuck we're all fucking drowning in debt I went to school again for something that I'm not even fucking doing and I'm still fucking paying off my student loan and I probably will be for another like fucking fucking 10 years who knows but like it's you know it's ridiculous and like i went to a school that like uh comparatively is like not as expensive not like you know not as crazy no there are people that went to like fucking like harvard and shit you know what i mean like because they want to get an education be like a lawyer or something and now they're paying off loans till they're fucking well that's why when i went to uh when i was thinking about going to medical school the only one of the main reasons i stopped is because I'm like, do I really want to be in debt until oh, I'm yeah. 40? That's part of the reason why I didn't go to grad school. Don't be dumb enough to go to college. That's that's our message, kids. Well, no. Don't go to school. Don't, don't be dumb. No, that's a great message, actually. If you go to school, wait till they fucking fix this fucking system. Yeah, wait till they fix this. I, I, that if Bernie or... Do you know how much it costs to go to school in Italy? It costs like $700. Why are you yelling at me with your hands in your It's only your fault, you goddamn Italian Dominican. But yeah. It's only your fault. He is Pope. Pope. Oh, I'm no, excommunicating no. you from Paradox. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. We speak in tongues now. Yeah. You know what's funny? I am a fan of random generators, and it made me think, what? like... What the fuck? <laughs> okay, random segue. It's fine. That's no, what no. we're doing. No, you, you, you guys are chanting and I can't talk about no. it. No, <laughs> it's okay. Yes, That's true, it's fair. Sure no, like, know. random content right. generators. Yeah. Like, let's say a writer needs some kind of inspiration, so it goes to a website. Random character plot. Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, generators. Like, like, like power generators. Yeah, yeah. See our mindsets. Well, I play tabletop games, right. so generator means something. Generators. Tabletop like, games. Like, name generators and stuff like that. So now I was thinking, like, all the different ways a person can hold their hands in prayer. There are four positions that each finger of the main hand... What? So we keep going back to religion. <laughs> Wait, are you afraid of the religious truth? N- no. I... Listen, we'll, we'll throw the script at her. Continue, I'm sorry. Frankie, <laughs> I need four monologues and three vignettes. Yeah, right. That is your four Hail Marys, okay? As your penance. Four monologues. Anyway, the point is, random generator. Four positions for the hands, right? For each finger, the pinky, the ring, the index, and the middle can have four positions. The thumb can have five. So, you think of a way the Christians pray. They just put all their fingers, extend it straight up. But you think of how Buddhists pray. They have hands in different positions. The Jews, another. So I discovered in my, my, what did I call it? My revelations. <laughs> ah, I've not reached my pilgrimage yet. Anyway, that if you have each finger mirroring the other, you have 1,280 possible different positions of your hands to be in prayer. Jesus. Like if both pinkies are extended, hooked, or tucked in. <laughs> But if you have each individual pinky on a finger having its own position... Here's the seat. (laughs) Exactly what made me think. Like, who's to say that the people in Notre Dame don't pray with all fingers tucked except for the two to imitate the church? Say it. 
So anyway, you are the one. If each finger has an individual position, there's 1,638,400 possible positions. More words than emotions that a person can have. So back to what I was saying about Nikolai Tesla. <laughs> no, because I was going to say... Free electricity. So I was going to say was... The way my radical flew now was, I was going to say a, te uh, a quote by Elon Musk saying, there's a difference between being schooled and being educated. I didn't go to Harvard, but I have people that work for me that did. And then you guys started with your monk business, and I started with the prayer hands. Uh, but I, he's right, though. He is right. No, that's... He is correct. Uh, it's always very interesting, especially... Tesla, I, they had that movie come out, what, called The uh, the Current Wars or whatever? They also made that movie Tesla. twice already. No, of course they did. they did. Well, the guy's life is, Tesla's life is very That's interesting. interesting. Yeah, the whole they, actually, they made a video game called uh, The Order 1886 where, in a, in a side business, a Tesla was creating weapons to kill werewolves. <laughs> As you do while Abraham Lincoln was fighting vampires. Oh, yeah. yeah. Abraham Lincoln. Vampire, Vampire hunter. hunter. And also, I, um, I was like, it's, what is this? God. As much as it's a ridiculous concept, it's just a dumb action movie. Shut your brain off if you ever want to watch it. that love story that they did, but with zombies. Oh, uh... Warm bodies? No, no, no the, that is another one. But, uh, yeah, it's the... <coughs> fuck, it's, uh... the hell are you talking about, Scott? It's, uh... What's what the hell it's are you great, talking about? It's a famous movie. It's a famous book. I love it, and it's a book. And at the end, people cry, and it's about the two old couple, and they finally get together at the end. The Notebook. The Notebook? Is it the notebook? No, no, no. There's no, nothing to do with vampires. Like I was going to say, I like The Notebook. <laughs> it's just like it, but they put zombies in it instead. It's like a parody of it. Hmm. Uh, Prejudice and Zombies. Yes, that's oh, it. Oh, that's a thing that exists. I thought it was okay. called, like, The Spider-Man. They actually made the movie of yes. that, yes. That's, okay, yes, I've heard it. It was like that. The Notepad. It's so weird. They have an Emily Dickinson movie coming out. You've seen that with yeah. Haley Steinfeld, and it's like it's like modern, and she's like rapping, and like I don't know. It's weird. Okay. It looks really dumb, but Emily like Emily Dickinson. Yeah. Well, what the uh, hell has the world come to? She's like my my body, my choice, right? Yeah, it's weird. it looks. So I just I, mean, she that. Say that I just thought of a scene. So at the end of the Notebook, you have a. She dies, right, at the end of the notebook? Well, they both die at the yeah. end. Spoilers, but yeah. Uh, so fuck, where's this going to go? So <laughs> right before he dies, she comes back as a zombie and, like, bites him. Uh, sorry, I was... And then where's it going to go from there? That's not what happens in the movie, yes. <laughs> where's it going to go from there? The whole time? Oh, I actually like the notebook. Oh, God. I hate the That's like... That and Walk to Remember are the only Nicholas Sparks, Sparks movies I actually like. I hate that. Oh, I hate the Because they're actually good. I hate the notebook. I hate... So she seems to be well-versed in these... Romance movies. I mean, not, I wouldn't say well versed. Well, listen, but go ahead. There's a movie that I saw a while ago. I can't for the life of me think of the name. And it started out, there was this troubled kid in high school. Him and his friends, you know, caused shit. But in order to be, to avoid being expelled, mm -hmm. the guidance counselor tells him, listen, I want you to take theater classes. Oh, the TV chapters. No, 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 it's something else. I don't know, I so then there's a girl. <laughs> so then there's a girl there that is acting as well, and he, like, starts falling in love with her, but she has some kind of disease, she's going to die, and she ends up dying in the end. You, okay, so you guys... I do know what you're talking about. This. Um, I do know what you're talking about, but I don't I, know I, I, I don't... It came out recently. No. It's, <laughs> it's not that old. It came out. 
Yeah, I think I know what he's. It sounds vaguely familiar. So everyone knows what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, I think of the movie. Yeah. No, I can't think of the movie for the life of me. Hold on. Mama's gonna Google. <laughs> Please do, Frankie. You'll know how to We'll, we'll riff for a while. Um, so I've been watching this show called The Misery Index. Okay, what's that? It's the new. It's a game show with the tenderloins. Oh. And who are the tenderloins? The yeah. Practical Jokers. I'm gonna fucking. Good Christ. Yeah, it's fine. I do not want any more of these impractical bullshit artists. It's. It's fine. It's. Fucking sausage-sucking like, sons of bitches they are, Scott. Anyway, go on. It's fine. It's it's an okay show. It's There's really no point to it, but it's like they take weird stories. Shithead. Go on, Scott. I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. One of those things sets me off. It's okay. It's fine. Is it not a walk to remember? No, it's not a walk to remember. That, that I know for a fact. I, I almost want to say it's... Oh, we saw the Impractical Jokers at Scott's Bachelor Party. I know those motherfucking bull-sucking rapists, baby-raping, sodomizing sons oh of bitches my God. were at the crap table. And everyone was like, oh, the Impractical Joker, hooray! Oh, we them. And we like, do not. fucking assholes are taking up the hallway. Just a disclaimer. To the bathroom. We don't need a disclaimer, Scott. Disclaimer. We do not support any of those claims that they are bull-sucking babies. <laughs> No, they are absolutely vagina licking. Please <laughs> bullshit artists. They deserve to be fucking castrated and thrown into concentration camps. They, they are not funny. We do not support any Especially the bold, squinty-eyed motherfucker. Okay. What's his name, Jay? Murr. Murr. There you go. See, Scott, you knew what he was talking about. You knew exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, They're terrible. Pretend. Terrible. Don't pretend, Scott. Don't hide your feelings. Here I go. What about this show? So it's it's just, it's them trying to figure out, like, horrible, like, they present, like, horrible things that have happened to people, and they determine how bad they are. Yeah. And one of the- They're one to charge the fucking political- Well, no. Bolsheviks. But some of them, like, I- one of them I thought was hysterical because I just like pulled it. What? What, Scott? So this woman cuts off this man's penis. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? <laughs> what are we talking was about? Was his hand in his penis? I go away from that Google search. <laughs> So woman cuts off her husband's penis for cheating on him. They reattach it. She sneaks back into the hospital, cuts it off again, oh, okay. and then throws it out the window where it is taken by a raccoon. <laughs> I can't hear this. I, I get a face. Didn't that happen yeah. like years ago? Where it's like 2,616. No, then what's the one with Cameron Diaz and the kid has cancer and everyone shaves their heads and Cameron Diaz Oh, that's uh, Sister's Keeper. That's not like, a romance, though. So then what's what to remember about? It's the one with your friends. I want to remember jokers. is Mandy Moore and she has, like, cancer, I think. Um, and the guy is, they're all in high school. The guy's, like, in a play with her and he falls in love with her and then... They start going out, and she tells him she's dying, and then they get married, and then she dies, and then the end. And then he sells his soul to the devil yeah. to bring her back. No, that's not supernatural. <laughs> no, not supernatural. What's and then that he one? died in prison and says that he lived out his life. <laughs> oh yeah. What's that one with the chick? Now she was in Transformers, but then she got a movie on her own with Megan the Fox. Ju- with Hugh. Megan Fox. Something. Yeah. Megan Fox. Megan Fox, and okay. she was like the devil or something. 
Oh, Jennifer's body. Jennifer's body. That's where. Then what's the girl's name? That, that also there? really isn't a romance. <laughs> I don't know. My love for her was real. Oh, I bet. What were you saying? What was I was saying, what was the movie that... This is a good, this is good. I feel like I'm being quizzed. Uh, What's the one about... This is Frankie's show. Who's your favorite practical joker? Go, Richard. Uh... <laughs> no! Of course, a dead one. That's my favorite oh practical my God, joker. Oh, okay. fucking... So wait, let's talk about that story, because Mike referenced it. Yeah, Mike, <laughs> Mike referenced the... brought up the story about the oh, prisoner. Okay. Yes, I did. So, uh, what, tell us the story real quick. Oh, um, well, apparently in, where did I see here? In uh, some place, a guy was serving his life sentence, but then he died. Came, was brought back to life, so now he thinks he lived out his life sentence. Is he valid? I think so. You think so? I think he is. Fuck off. See the Fuck off, all of you. Living a dream is What is a life sentence? Like, can a man die twice and he serves two life, life sentences? Well, technically, Nikki Six died twice. Um... So he lived up his... That means nothing. I, I feel like 6 9 has lived. Yeah. I remember seeing a meme. He's like, I've seen John Cena with my own eyes. And it was probably it's the funniest picture I've ever seen. So, prisoner who briefly dies argues that he served his life sentence in Iowa. Uh, he's appealing, saying he should be allowed to be free. You know. I can't wait to see how this plays out. Uh, the judge wrote for the it's court... It's fucking stupid. It's stupid. He's fucking alive. <laughs> no, no, it's not stupid. Then what are you going to do to the woman that d drowned her children because Jesus told her to do it? What are you talking about? I'm talking about this guy. Anthony's Frankie. He's talking about No. <laughs> technicalities, Frankie. Technicalities, okay? Get with the program. Vladimir oh Lenin. Okay? <laughs> what is everybody going crazy? We're going off the rails. <laughs> He basically said he was wrong place to say this. What the hell is going on in this place? God damn it! But yeah. Look up, Donnie. Donnie, god damn it, Donnie. You're not irrelevant. There's no Donnie. Joseph Stalin. <laughs> but anyway, do you think this is valid, Frankie? Would no. you let him go? Why? If you were the judge, because he's alive. All right, so one again, so let him go. I also don't know what he did. Well, but what difference does it make? He died. But he's alive. But like, if he's like, if he's a serial killer, let him out. So then if Johnny Five was deprogrammed but brought back to life, would you say he's recycled or would you just say he's a <laughs> shit robot? It's a robot. It's a robot and it's a movie. Technicality. Yeah. Complete nonsense. My phone. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> I really just did fuck off. I recorded it's you saying fuck off. That's best should be on the podcast. That should be the intro. Fuck off, all of you. Oh, yes, that's going to be on friend. Instagram for yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do it. <gasps> or, or just Facebook. Golly gee. Oh, God. So, Scott, you think he should be wrong free and go Unless he's, like, a mass murderer. Yeah, but what if he's no, a mass murderer? No, but, okay. So let's say he raped children, so we should let him... No, no, well, that... Frankie, why are you always talking like, about that? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I don't know. This is disgusting. I fucking hate all of you. <laughs> my glasses, you broke my glasses. You broke my glasses. You broke my glasses. Anarchy. Oh, God, this is turning <laughs> craziness. <laughs> Scout his hand in his pants. Wait, what's going on? What's going on? Scooby Doo, the new Scooby Doo movie that's coming out in 2020. Another Scooby Doo movie? Well, suck me sideways. What's the plot? Suck me sideways. I don't know. They're coming out with the first trailer on Monday. What's 3D?
Mike, please, on three, two, one. Is that one. a thing? I don't know. Sideways, that. yes, like we, yeah. Well, not me personally, but just in life. I can. Yeah, Jim Carrey. I don't remember that. He's made Yeah, I don't remember that. Perhaps we should watch Dumb and Dumber. It's been a while. Why did you say that? I think with um. Samsonite. I, I, I was way off. <laughs> every time I worked, every day I worked at the undisclosed postal service, there was always a Samsonite briefcase, and I always I said to got, myself, "I didn't get that as a kid when I watched it, but then I was like, oh, I got it." Yeah, I go into the store Samsonite. I'm like, huh, that's the joke. <laughs> Slippy, slappy, swampy. You guys are so fucking insane. Names on the briefcase. Oh, yeah. So you're for the guy going on a killing spree after he gets out of jail. Yes, Scott. Right, Scott? All right, so clearly Scott Elizabeth. He's got a brand new life, and he's a totally different person, not a murderer anymore. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Because he saw the lights. He saw Jesus. I'm not saying that. Sure, he did. I think he should be free. He died, he got his sentence. You know, let's have on a technicality, people. that's a life sentence. Did he learn anything? In all of my life, I think he should. Wait, wait Frankie, that's the dumbest thing. That's, that's the impractical jokers have made have yeah, made Frankie. jokes that make Hitler seem like a nursery rhyme. Oh no! I don't think that's true. Oh my God! God damn scum! Fucking <laughs> oh my God! Why are you so angry at them? Because everyone loves them and they're not funny. <laughs> yeah, they are complete idiots. <laughs> Dressing up as a subway worker and telling a guy in a mic, hey, you should put some salami down your pants, and then if what he doesn't do it, he loses fucking points. Are voice. you sure you were watching the porn version of no. Practical Jokers? No. Yeah, porn in, version? In Portable Porkers? I'm looking it up. They might as well be. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. There's a point and of then him. you just laugh at the people that are confused. Oh they're my practical god. Practical fuckers. Oh. The one, the one. Oh, look what they're doing to Murr. Oh, oh, the one god. episode where they were sitting in a park and Mur the one guy had to get shaved. Yeah, that's then, happening here too. And then Murr or Mo or whatever the one. Yeah, the <laughs> Whatever the bald guy had to oh, wear curly? a wig yeah, made of the Larry. made of the guy's hair that was shaved, and he, they had these. I'm like, Johnny what, what the mm -hmm. fuck is wrong with you? And they made him take a passport Bobby picture. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, it's just uh, what's that with uh, fucking the Johnny Knoxville and the uh, Bama Jarrett's fucking um. Jack. It's Jackass. Jackass is better. Not really. These guys are wasting. I don't think. I mean, they, I, think I think it's a totally better. different thing. They, they it's like they're run. wasting federal workers' time in processing a passport with his fucking wig made by his friend's hair. It's What's the, the fuck same, is wrong with people? It's the days? same fucking shit. Well, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take their shit anymore. I think it's different than Jackass. Not really. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, you think it's, it's the same as Jackass? Guy? It's it's basically the same, except you know, Jackass is better. They do improv, and Jackass is just like. Being the sh humor of beating the shit out of each other. You guys are insane. You guys are clearly I mean, insane. The only way that they're similar is that they're all like friends. Complete they anarchy. Humor thing, yeah. like, comedy thing together. Know, the, but the grandpa thing he was improving. Oh yeah, that's true. That's like, oh, that was, yeah. grandpa. I watched that like years ago. Good. It was I never like felt the really urge to watch it because I've never been like I like Jackass time. I'm not like yeah. a big Jackass person. But I was when I worked at Target or when I when I worked in retail. Uh -huh. I like was in the break room and it was on for some reason in the break room and I watched it. And I was like, "This is really funny!" <laughs> like yeah. I was surprised. I was like, "That's really good." I don't know if I'd be all interested. So Johnny Knoxville is like the pope of his group. 
Yeah, kind of. The Pope of comic. Well, I would call the, um... He was in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was. Called The Last Stand. It wasn't the worst of Arnold Schwarzenegger's, like, action. Honestly, Johnny Knoxville isn't, like, he's not a great actor, but he's funny when he shows up. I liked him in The Rock in the, uh... Last Stand? No, um... Oh, God. Walking Tall. Walking Tall, thank you. Which was a good movie. I enjoy that because I like the Apparently, I was doing research for um, the latest episode that's going to come out on Shoot the Flick, uh, which, spoiler alert, is uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. (laughs) I was doing, uh, like, because I've never seen it. I've always wanted to, and I never did. And I was doing research on it, like, just to kind of, like, have fun facts to sprinkle throughout the episode, you know? So I'm doing research on it, According to IMDb, Johnny Knoxville was, was like, talked about to play, I think, Robert Downey Jr. That would have been terrible. <laughs> I'm almost positive. I gotta look again, but I'm pretty sure. And I was like, that seems an odd choice, but okay. <laughs> no, Men in Black 2 was weird. Was oh, yeah, he was in that, too. He was the villain. Oh, yeah. Oh, heads, yeah. Yeah, he was fine in that. He was fine, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Men in Black 2 was... I think he could do Men terrible. Men in Black 2 was fine. It's fine. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I like the first two. The third one is a fucking nightmare. Okay. It, the first one is clearly head and shoulders above and either of them. That's, like, most fucking... Yeah, Men in Black is the Ghostbusters of the 90s. Uh, no. <laughs> so, no. What, what, what are you? How do you? What? What are you comparing that to? Yeah, I guess. What is your ground? Yeah, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. It makes sense. Because Ghostbusters two was anything was the same story as Ghostbusters, basically. Yeah. Well, what the I, I, they they both have the same theme song. They both have people dressing up like them. They both have tons of merchandise off the ass. They both have Bill Murray, but Bill Murray and Will Smith. I mean, you got yeah, the guy. What else in the 90s compares to Ghostbusters other than that one? No, it makes sense. The idea makes sense. It just, they never... Honestly, even Ghostbusters 2, which is a success... Isn't it isn't just like just like Men in Black too? It's no. not the same. It's I'm not. Frankie on this. I really don't agree with you guys. No, what else compares? I'm trying to yeah, think. Yeah, I just. Oh. Nothing. And then of course, then you got the reboots and uh, like continuations. Well, that's another. That's that's coming out in 2022. Ah, there was there was a, 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 a women Ghostbusters and a, and a woman uh, Men in Black. Which isn't. It's not great. It's okay. It's fine. It's wait. When was there a woman Men? Oh right. Ghostbusters. Yeah, there, was, there was also the Men in Black too. Men, men in Black International, Chris yeah, Hemsworth, yeah, yeah. and uh, that's yeah, that's the one. Because she goes, she goes, oh, we don't call ourselves men anymore. Oh, oh, oh I didn't even actually see it. Oh, yeah. yeah, and the yeah, I didn't either. I didn't the head CEO. Of and Chris Hemsworth, no one else did and Chris Hemsworth is in both of them, and he hates himself in both of them. It's true. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Where do you play? He plays. He uh, the dumb the, yeah, the, uh, secretary. Yeah, he plays the secretary in Ghostbusters. He's like the best agent they have. He's like the Agent J of Men in Black International. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, um, okay, okay. That's, I forgot he was in both of those. He is Men in Black and Ghostbusters. Ooh, same thing. Uh, <laughs> um, this thing, you know, when you're going to read like redo stories at least have a story to come to like they're just like oh it's just a big franchise we'll just we'll think of it as we go like no have an actual point to telling the story well the Wrighton one that's coming out I don't know I don't trust it (laughs) the new Wrighton Ghostbusters is coming out I don't know I feel like I'm gonna wait to I'm gonna hold my judgment on it and 
whether I want to see it or not until like a trailer comes out. I still want to see it. No, probably it is that. You wouldn't regret the movie. Oh, Dr. Sleep? Yeah, yeah. I gotta go see it at some point this weekend, probably. Thursday. I want to see it so bad. That's like your movie, you guys. Yeah, I want to see it. You guys have been talking about it since, uh... I I know. I've only heard good things so far, so yeah. that's a good sign. The guy who did it, uh, Mike Flanagan, is a really good director, especially for yeah. horror movies. What do you think of his last name? Flanagan? Flanagan? Yeah. He's Irish. That's what I think of it. <laughs> we is love he, a good Irishman. Is he really? Yes. Wouldn't that be O Flanagan then? No. No. So. Not every Irish person is O something. <laughs> Oh, what are you exactly? Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I'm half Irish, quarter Italian, quarter Polish. Mmm. All right. I'm way too much to get into on this podcast. The Irish in my, I think it was like. Wait, what? I'm way too much to get in on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, you're like fifty five. Everyone, I'm like I've been waiting to change the right. <laughs> oh god. It's just so. Much. That's a move. That's a classic right there. Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Which I love it. It's two shades of weird. Did you hear that Jeff Goldblum's in trouble? Why? What do you do? Why am I not surprised? I was going to say one just look it up so we know what we're talking about, but I'll just... Is it, is it with Tim... political PC thing again. No. Oh, and no. they want to cancel his show because he defended something. Oh, no. Wait, hold on. Jeff Goldblum. What a controversy. Come here, come on. Jeff Goldblum. What do you heard He's, he, honestly, he's just an eccentric guy. I honestly think it probably got blown out of a fucking portion. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Oh, he talked about Woody Allen. Oh. Because he said he would work with Woody, Woody Allen. Oh, fuck. Who gives a I shit? Honestly, yeah. I'm sure he's not the only person that feels that way. Because he's an accomplished director or writer yeah. or whatever. I mean, but then there's like something in the quotes that you actually read what he says. It doesn't even say that he would work, do it again. Or, I don't know. Something. Well, yeah, but okay. They, they want to cancel this show. But you also, no, that's just dumb. Well, it's all, we always get into they this. They still shit. fucking play his movies. They have him on Netflix. And they, they, like, no one's really that mad at Woody Allen, apparently. Woody Allen, fucking yeah, dead. okay. Woody Allen's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. That's fine. But even still. Yeah, they haven't canceled Woody Allen. It's it's not the same thing. Like, Poor if, hypothetically, that's, that's if someone we all know is a like, and I had a terrible experience with him, and he's a piece of shit, but he's nice to all three of you. Yeah. You know, your guys are going to talk about it differently than I'm going to talk about it. Right. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Says, Jeff Goldblum said he would consider working with Woody Allen again, and the internet is not okay with that. Oh, oh fuck okay. off. Well, it's not, okay. Give me a break. It'd be different if Jeff Goldblum said, you know, he's a, sh- like, if he started talking about, you know, oh, all these women are lying about whatever, blah, 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 like, Mm. That's something different. Yeah, talking about working with a guy who the it's Jeff Goldblum is whatever sixty now. Who gives a shit? I don't know. Still, uh, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't think they will. It's so weird. It's so funny about it, despite the fact that Woody Allen is, you know, whatever. Like, no one. It's just another thing. Mind. Let me get out of here. Okay. It's just another thing that will blow no, over. No, I got one for Rich. So I don't know. Yeah. If you use both of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, we're all human. it's just another thing know. that will blow over. Really yeah, Goldblum time. defends Woody Allen is immediately canceled by outraged Twitter That's, mob. It'll be fine. That's stupid. That's stupid. honestly, I it, it it's one of those People things. Get over it in like a day or two. You look at this news cycle with twenty four hour news. Something's gonna come up and then it will be covered up in twenty seconds. Well, my original point was like, you know, despite everything that Woody Allen's done and him being like a creep, you know, creepy old man. 
nobody's said like, oh, we should never deal with what. No one said that. No My one has ever is, been like. They, people still talk about him with like Annie Hall and like yeah. you know all his, like the movies. That, like it's weird. I don't know. But my thing is, like, if if they cancel the TV show, they won't. I don't think. Oh, no, here's the thing. But, but, but if they cancel the TV show, I think it might because it's already been done a million times already to other people. I don't. Feel, I would feel bad about the people who worked on the show. Well, exactly. It has same nothing thing to do with this. When uh, Roseanne got canceled or was gonna get yeah, but canceled. This isn't even vaguely offensive. The Jeff Goldblum thing. Yeah. No. Hey, what, I think it's what do you think about the show? Well, you mentioned that immediately canceled. And Twitter. Now, there's two meanings to cancel in our generation, I discovered. <laughs> One, obviously, actually canceling a show, and two, is a movement of, social, of society, meaning you literally take power away from something. So let's say you say something offensive, and then I say, I cancel you, meaning I pay no attention to you. Whatever you say, I pay no attention uh, to. So yeah. that's what they're doing to on well, Twitter, unfortunately. Yeah. That's you just take power really away from them. People do that all the time. Now they cancel them, but they disagree with. Them. But that's not like how the real mm-hmm. world works. You better see these people in real life. You delete them on Facebook all you want, but you see them in real life. I understand why he doesn't just make his own show. He has a own. He has a show. That's why, why, how could they cancel him? Well, it's on Disney Plus. You gotta put it out somewhere. Disney Plus. Disney Plus is that's why they're trying to woo on Disney by like, oh, it's offensive guys on Disney. I don't know. Well, there's the problem right there. He's going on to Disney Plus. Come on. I mean, Disney had a problem with PewDiePie, yeah. and his apparently well, was not really. It wasn't. It was. What's PewDiePie? PewDiePie's an internet right? reviewer who has done a lot of dumb shit. Oh. Just he, I honestly, I don't think he's a bad guy. He just does I a lot of stupid just, shit. Yeah, I think he just says stuff. Cause I mean, he he streams a lot, so he plays video games. He does streaming a lot, and he says stupid shit, and then people like jump on. Quite. It's just, I don't know. It's not a big deal in my mind, but. Whatever. 21st this decade is over. No. Make me up next September. Yes. Ugh. Ah, look, another pair. Ah. That song always made me, like, Very emotional. Good. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. It's funny thanks to a guy I work with. I kind of got back into, like, emo core, like, it for my Valentine for mm-hmm. all the, uh, those who are sleeping, sleeping with sirens, and it's really brings you back. Well, brought me back. That's... Oh, yeah, I still listen to, like, all the old stuff I listened to, and I was like, an angsty teen. I thought I brought that up to a friend of mine. Like, Bullet for My Valentine is my, to me, is what Jimi Hendrix was to the generation really? before us. Like, really? they, they loved the music. They thought it was awesome. Right here. But now that they talk to us about it, we're like, this old music. <laughs> Check out Sam Perry. He's good. Sam Perry. Sam Perry. Exactly. He's the Australian version of The Voice. But he does a lot of looping and DJing like in his mix. And to me, it was like what people must have thought when they heard Jimmy Hendrix for the first time. It was like this out-of-the-world thing. It was incredible. It was like the future coming to us and telling us what it's going to sound like. I wrote a whole thing about it. A whole poem about it. A couple of things. Is it on your website? No. Maybe I'll put it on. Are you sure? But it was one of those things, like, when I heard it, I immediately, the writer mode went on. This guy's so good, and I tried typing away. He was incredible. You should hear him do uh, Aladdin. He goes, I can show you the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, it's so good. So cool. It's it's that good? It's really cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. Very Is it like hand in your pants good? Yes. <laughs> Funny enough. No. It's good. 
Yeah. Oh god. Uh yeah, but nothing's come out about Goldblum and any other thing with Disney Plus, but I don't think it's gonna honestly I think it'll be forgotten and we'll yeah, 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 it's, it's fine. Well I did purple You're 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 lighting dynamite that way. Go bloom with the Incredible Jokers. Jesus, Mike. And Jesus. You throw Jesus in there? Why not? People throw Jesus everywhere. And it's not even, uh, like, reading what he said, it's not even that bad. What are you no, doing, you salty son of a bitch? Recycle that bottle. All doomed. Because of what you just did, his grandkids one day will not have the future. And Jeff Goldblum's show will be cancelled. Uh, oh, God. What do you have against Jeff Goldblum? Everything. Oh, oh my God. That's an idiot. Spoilerly, plastic is a scam, which is really kind of funny when I found out about it. What? Recycling is a scam. It's all a scam. Everything's a scam. Because, yeah, you help in the environment, blah, blah, blah. But then you have to ship this stuff somewhere because it's too expensive to process in the U.S. So what do you send to China? Malaysia. But then Malaysia doesn't want it. So what are you wasting more shipping it over there? Fossil fuel, destroy the environment. Yes. And then it just ends up on our shores anyway. It's all a conspiracy. It's all a construct. I'm telling you. Oh, Jesus. We should send it to space. Send all of our garbage to the sun. What are we rolling? And then we have a Futurama issue, and then eventually it comes back and it's a giant asteroid and kills everyone. Oh, yeah, that was a Futurama. (laughs) And then we have to create more trash to shoot back into space to hit the original asteroid. At least now we have a, a, a planet. Oh, yeah, we're planning, all right. I don't know what we're planning, but... The plan is to bite my shiny metal ass. That's the plan. Okay. The Lord's shot. Yes. Bender. 30-20. Okay. <sighs> so, Frankie, I think you should wrap us up. I think we've, we've talked our way out. <laughs> okay. Um, this... Oh, that's you or something, Frankie. Yeah, does anybody else have anything to add? Great. <laughs> I'm good. Alright, this has been 17 Milligrams, an official Paradoxal Podcast. I'm Frank Black. I'm Scott Eisenberg. I'm Richard Kalarik. I'm Mike Pagano. Make sure you check out our Instagram and our Twitter account. Yes. Uh, comment. Let us know how we're doing. Check us out every week on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. And make sure you come back next week to get your fix of 17 Milligrams. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.